Jared Haynes' potential homecoming on the splash today and a fresh slate of Rugby League World Cup games to talk about. It's Thursday, the 2nd of November. Yeah, welcome into the splash on this Thursday. I'm your host, Phil Pryor, uh, and it's going to be rugby league from every angle, as they say on 360 today. Jared Hayne, big news there. Uh, and we'll look at some Rugby League World Cup action as well. Head to the Fox Sports website um, for all the, the news on Jared Hayne as well. A couple of stories up there uh, in cricket, the latest on Ben Stokes, uh, and in football, all the latest European Champions League action. Uh, and we're going to start ramping up our coverage of the Socceroos as well, who, of course, take on Honduras, the first leg this Saturday morning, Australian time. Uh, so head to the website for all the details on all of that. But it's time to dive into our big story of the day. We are Fox Sports Australia, and uh, therefore... We're going to talk about Jared Hayne. What do you reckon, boys? <laughs> I was wondering where that was going. It was a classic <laughs> Facebook sledge. Fox Sports Australia, Jared Hayne. Rugby Hello. league writers Nathan Ryan, John Dean, and uh, and on debut, Simon Brunston. Simon, welcome to the splash. Good to be here, mate. That's good. That's good. Off the bench. Yeah, <laughs> off the bench. Up. thought yeah. I'd bring them all cool on. Why not? Fine. Why not? Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Jared Hayne's the... The big story going on. Uh, quickly, before we jump into the, to this news story, can you think of any of your favourite uh, sledges from uh, the fans out there on social media regarding our coverage of Jared Hayne? Oh, there's been some good ones o- over the time. We du- During our, uh, our our duties with Fox Sports writing, writing stories, we social them as well. So <laughs> posting on Facebook is, is a big part of what we do. And um, I think probably some of the best were around the... The 49ers mm. um, made the made the move, and uh, maybe there was a, a video post, and um, yeah, the, the love affair with Hayne has to end. Fox yeah, Sports it's, it's a, you got Fox the whole Hayne cam Hain. thing as well. It's all about yeah, the dream. Yeah. Yeah. When, when he came back to the NRL, oh, yeah, there was yeah, the Hayne yeah. cam, yeah. and it's all about you know, the dream. Follow him into the bathroom type thing, and all this kind of stuff. I, I loved it when you guys sort of. <laughs> Sat back in your chair when he uh, when he signed with the Fijian Sevens, and and you just looked over at the Union boys, and you're like, over to you boys. Yeah, yeah. Like, enjoy this. <laughs> yeah. We've got him back though, so yeah, yeah. yeah mate, maybe we'll have to pull up the socials shortly. Hayne has a new dream. Back yeah. To para. yeah, 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 exactly. So, and we'll also talk about uh, we'll do some rugby league World Cup previews as well. But starting with Jared Hayne, a few explosive uh, headlines. Um, right at the front and centre of, of the splash on the Fox Sports website. Uh, Nathan Ryan, you've been covering this all morning. You've jumped on Fox Sports News as well. Um, give us the, the rundown, uh, you know, sort of play-by-play play if you like. So on, what are we, Thursday? Thursday morning, Phil Rothfield at the Daily Telegraph broke the story that uh, Haynes Management have been exploring options for him around Sydney clubs, both in the NRL and rival codes. Um, Hayne wants to uh, allegedly return to Sydney. Um, 
I understand that his partner has uh, relocated from the Gold Coast with their daughter and uh, is in foster at the moment with her family. So part of uh, his alleged desire, and we say alleged because Hayne has since jumped on social media and said that his manager um, has not been instructed to pursue options, um, despite a lot of us have heard that on the sly those phone calls have been made over the past couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and Buzz Rothfield has responded with with such a, a retort that um, his management are, are doing it, whether he's aware of it or not. And I'm sure he's aware of it. Uh, it wouldn't be the first time that Haynes jumped on social media to shoot down a story only for a couple of weeks later for it to, to prove correct. So Indeed. At, as it stands, the Titans have said that they haven't received a a request for release from Haynes Camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, they expect him for pre-season training after his World Cup commitments with Fiji. Yeah. Uh, and that's basically the, the nuts and bolts of it. Uh, in the meantime, we're expecting if he does return to Sydney, that it will be with the Parramatta Reels. Um, this is another... Who had zero interest reportedly a year or so ago in, in yeah, bringing Yeah, even less, less than, it, than a year ago. But yeah. um, over the cu- last couple of weeks, there's there's been a lot of murmurs in the background uh, about Parramatta considering a, a, a play for Hayne. Um, I think that you'll find that after losing Semi Radradra, they've looked at a number of options to mm. replace him on the wing. Yep. And uh, Bevan French has done such a great job on the wing that... If Hayne was to go back to the Eels, I, th- I think that he would be playing the number one jersey. Bevan would be on one wing, and Clint Gutherson can obviously play anywhere. So whether he ends up in the the centres or at fullback, um, that would be the likely scenario that would pan out. But with Hayne in World Cup camp at the moment, I think that this story will probably simmer away for a good fortnight at least. I can't see it being resolved yeah. anytime soon. Anything else to add, boys, or did uh, Nathan Ryan do that one pretty well? My only question is Clint Gutherson at the Parramatta. He had such a standout season this this year, and obviously yeah. the knee injury towards the back end. But w- what happens? I mean, you, I know he can play centres and he can play in the halves or wherever you basically put him. But that's a bit rough, isn't it, to, to shaft him from the number one jumper just when you when your your golden son sort of returns? Well, on the on the flip side of that, you know, you could say that it's harsh that Bevan French got shifted from mm. the number one. It was French that moved mm. to make way for for Gutho. So I think that the good thing about the Parramatta team, and, and I've had, you know, been lucky enough to have quite a bit to do um, with them and, and Brad Arthur, they're very much a team-first mentality. And I know it sounds cliche, but they're all on board the, you know, the hype train. They believe in what they're doing and mm-hmm. um, whatever's best for the team, they'll do. And I think that it, as long as Clint Gutherson is part of their seventeen. Uh, and he will be in, in, in some format. And we've seen that Brad likes to carry a utility on the bench. He, he could fill that that role as well. Um, mm. yeah, I, I think that everything would be happy there. The other thing to consider is if Jared does leave, then who comes in to replace him? Because if I'm the Titans, their depth is, is very slim. Mm. So I'm Garth Brennan. I'm saying, all right, if you want Jared, give me Clint Gutherson or give mm. me Bevan. Mm. Yeah, there's, well, there's it's got to be some sort ha- of... How would it happen? Because he's currently on $1.2 million with the Titans for this season. Um, if he leaves, is that contract ripped up? Or um, or, it, or do, would the, the Eels have to carry some of that burden? Or They, they would have to negotiate um, this as part of terms of, of the release. So, Jared, um, by asking for the release, you know, the Titans wouldn't be bound to... 
uh, carrying the full 1.2. Of course, yeah. Um, the Eels aren't in a position where they can pay him $1.2 million. Of course, that's, of course. That's just the reality yeah. of it. Um, so financially, the Titans, you know, they, they stand to, to save a bit of cash by releasing Jared Hayne. And this is where I think a, a, some sort of trade, if they can they can broker that, you know, maybe um, the, the, the Titans uh, get in a... You know, Bevan French, for instance, and these, these are all just hypotheticals. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, the 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 Eels pay Jared six hundred fifty seven hundred thousand dollars. The Titans sign Bevan French for five hundred thousand dollars, and um, you know the Titans keep the difference, and um, hopefully, you know the Eels can get a couple of third parties for for Jared, which you would think they would do. You know, he was mm. the face of the Eels for such a long time. Um, he is a marketing tool, especially out in the West, that even though $1.2 million guaranteed might not be there, uh, with all the endorsements of coming home to Parramatta, I'm sure his management can, can get him pretty close to that mark. So financially, I don't think he'd be too far off. John, if you're the, uh, the Parramatta front office uh, and you get a call from Jared Haynes' manager saying, look, uh, Jared wants to come back, he's prepared to play for a lot less money, what do you do? Because Brad Arthur, the coach, has built such a great culture and a winning culture at the club. He's got, obviously, as we've mentioned, plenty of options um, as his fullback. Um, you know, you, you, you run the risk of interrupting a lot of what's been built by Brad Arthur in the last couple of years at the club by bringing Jared back. What's your reaction to a call from, uh, from Jared's manager? Yeah, well, as Nate pointed out you know they're a very team first uh, side so mm. and Jared as we all know is a bit of an individual and it's come out in the past Nathan Hindmarsh has spoken about when when Jared was at the club and and he always did things a bit differently at training and and stuff like that so I think you've got to be you've got to be a bit wary um, particularly when it comes down to the the contract dollars and and as we've seen he hasn't uh, lived up to the 1.2 at the Titans um, so yeah I, I'd be looking to give him you know a lot less I, I, I'd, I'd want to give him even less than that 600 that Nath was you know throwing about just before mm. um, so yeah it's certainly a distraction for the uh the Fijian outfit who have Wales up at Townsville this Sunday evening. Uh, boys, is there anything we should be adding to this uh, to the Hain situation as uh, as it stands right now before we, before we move into some World Cup uh, talk? I just question, so if, if Hain does actually leave Gold Coast and they're looking for a fullback, would someone like a Michael Gordon come into play? Veteran, you'd be able to get mm. him for cheap as chips. He's a star, like he, he played really well for the Roosters this year. Teddy's James Tedesco's come to the club, pushed him out of that number one jumper. He moved closer to home, wasn't he? Planning on moving back yeah, to Queensland. I, lo- I love that you've you've tossed this scenario up mm. because he's just built a house in Gasula. Really? Yeah, which is what an hour's drive mm. from the Gold Coast Titans headquarters. So it yeah, would well, be quite fitting, good call. wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can pick him up. What like. 150, 200. As soon as, as, not soon much as we more. wrap this up, I'm going to text Garth Brennan. <laughs> 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 thought about this? 
I'm sure he has. He's Tell him to li- listen to the splash and yeah. he'll uh, get some get some ideas. <laughs> I'm sure he already listens to it. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Big time. Alrighty, boys. Friday night, tomorrow night, uh, Australia. They have their second World Cup game. This time it's against France uh, down in Canberra. 8 p.m. kickoff. Uh, four changes, John. Four rookies. Four rookies. Four rookies. Four so rookies got, making their debut. We've got Tommy Turbo on the wing. Uh, we've got Regan Campbell-Gillard starting up front, and then uh, Cameron Munster and uh, Felice Kafusi will come off the bench. Um, How many of those were forced? Uh, you know, we saw an injury to Jake Trebojevic uh, in the in the, the World Cup opener yeah. last week, and how many are just an opportunity? Uh, well, Mal, before the tournament started, did say that he was going to give all 24 men a go at some stage. Yeah. Um, Josh Maguire has now taken over um, Trebojevic's spot at lock, and he yeah. came off the bench last week anyway, so it's not really much of a force change there as such. Um, and then, yeah, Tommy Turbo just gets a go on the wing um, in place of Gagai. Mm-hmm. And um, and then you've got some back rowers like Wade Graham and Tyson Frizzell who have been promoted to the starting mm. pack. Um, and then guys like Aaron Woods um, and David Clem would drop back um, just to kind of give them a bit of a rest. Yeah, yeah. Jordan McLean up front as well. So, yeah, yeah interesting. And, and uh, you know, what? where does the threat come from... Uh, Boys, open opening up to all of you from this French outfit. Uh, you know who, who's who's a, a player that could potentially uh, threaten, if any. I mean, I, not too many familiar names on this on the sheet. There's a there's a really good half in the French squad. Uh, Theo Fages. Um, he was. Is that how you pronounce it, Nate? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pronounce. I believe so. <laughs> I believe so. If if I'm wrong, uh, I apologise to Theo very sincerely. A uh, number of NRL sides um, have have already okay. flagged Theo as as a player to watch. Um, still in his early twenties. Yeah. Uh, and and he was a standout in their side last weekend. So if their their attack is is going to trouble the kangaroos in any way i think a lot of that will revolve around the crafty half and boys uh new zealand kick off the saturday action uh well done nathan by the way um new zealand kick off the saturday action against scotland uh 5 p.m australian eastern daylight time uh at christchurch stadium uh what did we learn from the kiwis in their uh tournament opener against samoa uh and are they uh, a legitimate title contender or are they making up the numbers? So what we learned last week was Sean Johnson is a star. A Can I just stop <laughs> you for a second? Did you not write five things we learned on Monday? Uh, I, I, I <laughs> may have had a hand in uh, writing there that. There you go. This question was designed for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So, so what we learned from New Zealand was Sean Johnson is an out-and-out star. He can be hot and cold, as we've seen with the Warriors, but I think that's that's a that's a Warriors uh, problem overall. Not just SJ, but he absolutely yeah. brained it last week. Uh, played really well. Uh, are they contenders? I mean, Australia's um, a few lengths in front of everyone at the moment. There are uh, their winks to uh, to our whoever winks races against the fields. Winks to the field. Yeah. But I mean, I mean. Who who can catch Australia? Look at I mean New Zealand are probably the best hope. England last week they played really well on Friday night, but I think Australia mm-hmm. still has a few gears to go up, and I'm not sure if England does. Yeah. Uh, yep. So if Australia can hit top gear, I can't see England getting near them again. Uh, the other one you'd throw up is Tonga on last week's yeah. um, last week's games. 
perfect transition. They're up against Samoa uh, also Saturday evening, Saturday night uh, at Waikato Stadium in Hamilton. Uh, and this game, uh, it, it, according to anticipation, could be could be fireworks. Yeah, this, this is the game I'm most excited to yeah. to watch. Yeah, you know, the rivalry between the two Pacific Island nations and up front, you know, just so much size, so much aggression. Mm. You talk about tempers potentially boiling over. We've seen it from the supporters. Yeah, like everybody's it, yeah. fired up. <laughs> yeah, in the streets in Tonga, there's been there's a been of fist uh, fights. Yeah. The players have had to post on social media telling these guys to relax a little mm, bit. Yeah, just calm down. <laughs> Yeah, we're well, looking at their side um, outside of uh, former NRL player Ben Roberts at half. It's an all NRL uh, starting thirteen, uh, and then you look at the bench, and it, it, it's actually an all NRL seventeen for Samoa. So uh, you know, it's not just Tonga that um, you know that have this really good side on on paper as well. Last week, I think Samoa's forward pack was really disappointing. If you look at the numbers, they've got they've got the guys there. Herman Essiesi was really good off the bench, and he's jagged himself a starting starting spot at prop. But you look at your Junior Paulo uh, had a little bit of impact, but just didn't get enough ball. Frankie Pritchard was pretty disappointing. And uh, this week they go up against Andrew Fafita and Jason Tormolo. I mean, good luck. Like if you if you play like you did next uh, last week, sorry, uh, you've got absolutely no hope of stopping Fafita and Tormolo. The so they really get, really have to step up in the middle. The only thing with Tonga, though, I mean, they they got out to a thirty-eight nil lead at half time, but then they just clocked off. Yeah, it it turned yeah. It, like the game just turned terrible. To Th- be honest, that happens with blowouts though. Like yeah. if you're and up by thirty at half time, you're less likely to Scotland come out. Scotland were outscoring them for for about 30 minutes of that second half until they scored two tries to pretty much... Well, it was already a game over at half-time. But, um, yeah, they just they just need to uh, learn not to Play the, the full 80, as well, they say. Yeah, as the cliche goes. <laughs> England, probably going to have no troubles, you would assume. Also on Saturday night, they're up against Lebanon. Uh, finally, Sydney gets a game uh, at Woo. the Sydney Football Stadium, Nathan. Uh, yeah, that's England-Lebanon, is it not? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, it <laughs> um, yeah, should be, a, should be a, a good night. I think Lebanon uh, impressed a, f- a few oh, people. Oh, big time, yeah. Um, mm. I did tip them, though, so, you know. <laughs> so, so John, John Dean's the, uh, the good luck Hit him up on Lebanon on correspondent. Twitter, at John <laughs> underscore... Dean uh, John underscore. Dean underscore, yep. There you yeah. go, there you go. Yeah, hit him up for some uh, so World Cup tips. So sad to memorise that. <laughs> John Dean underscore. On Let's keep moving, boys. But yeah, actually, just just one point. I yeah. I thought it was interesting that uh, Wayne Bennett's pretty much named a full strength uh, mm. England squad again. Um, so well, I think he could afford to not name a full strength squad. They've only had limited time together, and mm. um, no they're, Sam Burgess though. Well, uh, of course, he's, that injured. Yeah. He's injured, so you know, yeah, he'll, a couple he'll be of lucky changes. to return. A couple of changes there, but yeah, it's still very much the, the same side that's going to show. Is there, so. uh, is there word on whether or not Sam Burgess will return for this World Cup? Well, I, I spoke to their strength and conditioning staff the other day, and they're, they're telling me that it, it looks like at least three weeks. So, okay. d- you know, depending whether they play finals or not, yeah. he, his yeah. campaign could potentially be over. I am excited because the uh, injury has opened the door for Alex mm. Wormsley to Your boy. return in onto the bench. So uh, plenty of hype around him, uh, front row. Elaborate. St. Helens, a uh, number of clubs are in the market for a, a prop like him. 
Um, Parramatta are one of those that have been keeping an eye on him. Newcastle Knights, uh, the Dragons are, are another club. So plenty of interest around him. He does have a year to go on his Super League contract. Okay. Uh, but what's is the contract he the, these days? Is he potentially the next Elliot Whitehead or something like that? I uh, probably wouldn't put him in the same category as Elliot Whitehead. He's pretty good. Um, yeah, Elliot's been but, good. Different but, kind of player though as yeah. well, yeah. Um, Alex is is very much a, a tuck and run, bash and barge, okay. very uh, very big uh, front rower, very heavy. Um, whereas you know Elliot, there's quite a few dimensions to his yeah. game. Yeah, but, yeah. There's a, there's enough hype around Alex that he's definitely somebody to keep an eye on. Okay. Uh, yeah. Moving on, PNG v Island uh, is kicking off Sunday's action uh, in Port Moresby. Uh, great to see the game uh, getting some. Uh, well, great to see uh, PNG getting some games uh, locally. It was sold out last week too. Yeah, what an yep. atmosphere! I spoke Massive. to Reece Martin, their, their back rower, earlier today, and he was telling me that he was lining up for a kick. And we saw how how crazy the fans were. They mm. were chanting for everything. He's lining up for a kick, and then all of a sudden, the crowd just started chanting referee, referee, <laughs> and he turned around to the referee. And the referee's just gone, how good is this? <laughs> <laughs> Remarkable. They, they absolutely love their football. I, side note, uh, did Kokoda a couple of years ago. Humble brag there. Uh, and uh, Simon's done it too. Yeah. Me and you both. Oh, there you go. And so you'd know Simon. A more humble though. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no bragging. And uh, the organisers will tell you in the lead up to that, if you've got any spare NRL merch lying yeah. around, take it over there. Uh, most people that walk Kokoda get a, a porter to help them carry their uh, some of their stuff on the way and uh, slip them a bit of NRL merch before before you you know <laughs> you really get onto the track and uh, and they'll go th- a few extra yards for you. So how, they, how good were the Kummels on the weekend? And since then, mm-hmm. Laurie, Laurie Daly and Maddie Johns have both come out. They said get a PNG team in the NRL ASAP. We know they've got a, wow. a, a Queensland Cup team in yeah. the Hunters. Mm-hmm. Laurie Daly that. said twenty twenty season twenty twenty. PNG team in the NRL. I wonder if any NRL players would be willing to relocate to Port Moresby because the team would have to be based out of Port Moresby. Mm. Yeah. No. Just a prob- thought. I don't, I mean, I don't think so. No one wants to be the Did club, you? so yeah, I, I don't know. Anyway. Port, Port, Port Moresby yeah. isn't isn't the most pleasant place in the world to live. I don't think any NRL play, many NRL players would want to be based there full-time. Two more games, boys. We'll get through them uh, quick, smart. Italy v. USA and Fiji uh, v. Wales. We alluded to that with Jared Hayne, of course. But uh, Italy, can they bounce back from their uh, off-season uh, situation off field, uh, off involving... Field, yeah. Off-field, off sorry, involving uh, James Tedesco. Bit of biffo there um, between Shannon Wakeman and, uh, and James Tedesco, but... They've uh, apparently patched it up. So, look, they were disappointing before that. Um, and now they've lost Jack Johns. Um, yeah, they were just overall disappointing. Um, yeah. So, you know, I'd, I'd give USA half a chance in this game, to be honest. Um, okay, I, mean, I they, think they were disappointing as well, the USA. Yeah. Absolutely. Pumped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd still give, like, I think Italy would, would still win um, just because of that NRL contingent, which is there. And their forwards are, are a lot better than than the USA's, um, but yeah, they they were just a lot of errors, um, very ill disciplined, just giving away penalties on the fifth, and just just little things like that, which just cost them against Ireland last week. So, so this game might not be a great advertisement for the uh, the the New York Times oh, journalists look, that look the gave rugby league an absolute spray during the week. If Italy can hang on to the ball, I think I think it might be a little bit better. 
Alrighty, yeah, boys. Any final words before we wrap this up? Uh, solid debut from Simon. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, well good done. To, good to come off the pine. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, boys. Thank you, Thanks for joining the splash. Thanks, Thanks Phil. Phil. Thanks, Thanks Phil. Mate. Yeah, and that'll do us on this Thursday, uh, nearing the end of the week. Until next time on the splash. That's a wrap. Mm-hmm.